Uh, welcome on, y'all. How's everybody doing? Hey, guys and ladies, players and pl playerettes. I don't know. Anyways, Big John, Americana, the American way. Find me on Getter and Twitter at the real underscore Big John. So, I don't watch television off 10. If I do, it's either wrestling, football, Ra Raiders football generally, or uh, the History Channel. I did binge uh, the last couple seasons of South Park while I was uh, at my uh, mom and stepdad's house. Um, pretty funny stuff. Um, I forgot how good that show was. I kind of thought I outgrew it, but I didn't. Uh, but I, so the History Channel had been advertising a, um, a, a Teddy Roosevelt documentary for Memorial Day. And then uh, when I was actually watching the History Channel, um, I uh, tonight I was watching the history of food or something. Uh, food that made America great or something like that. Um, or the foods that built America. What, all right, whatever. That's not important. I saw an advertisement and the narrator voice sounded eerily familiar. And it, was all, it was, you know, important decisions in presidential history or something like that. And it's going to be hosted by Bubba himself. Bubba Clinton, Bill Clinton, my arch nemesis, the worst president we've had in my, well, the worst human being to be president in my lifetime. Now, Jimmy Carter extre is extremely old. He could not host. Uh, of course, Ronald Reagan and George H.W. have passed. Uh, Barack Obama is still alive. Donald Trump is still alive, but didn't make any... Well, no, he made a lot of decisions, but they weren't, you know, like the the atomic bomb decision, that the, you know, decisions like that are what uh, this show is going to cover. Obama made some important decisions, but none were history or earth-shattering uh, as, you know... Hiroshima and Nagasaki and, you know, things that unfolded in the days after the Kennedy assassination or, you know, the civil rights, you know, um, but Bill Clinton made no serious decisions in his presidency. Uh, you know, Barack Obama pu pushed uh, Obamacare through. Uh, the House, that was a, an important decision for America, uh, through the House and the Senate and into law. Uh, Donald Trump was the first American president to cross the demilitarized zone uh, ever in history since the Korean War ended. He crossed the, from South Korea into North Korea, uh, had historic peace agreements with 
uh, Arab nations and Israel. No one talked about that, but uh, Bill Clinton did absolutely. The only decision Bill Clinton made was to lie to us about not having sexual relations with that woman. And then he made the decision to go on television late one night and say, okay, I lied. I did have sexual relations with that woman. So why is Bill Clinton... I mean, look, they've used Obama on other documentaries. Uh, If they used Trump, it would probably be the highest rated show ever in the history of the History Channel. But they would get all kinds of blowback from... uh, the left wing and such and so forth. So, anyways, I just had to get that a little off my my minds and my chest. Bubba Clinton. I'll probably watch it uh, until I get annoyed with Bill Clinton and then turn off. But I definitely Teddy Roosevelt, 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 however you want to say it. Teddy Roosevelt uh, was my late grandmother's. Uh, favorite president and uh, by the way I only know one set of grandparents because of how my family raised me my mother's side of the family uh, but anyways yeah my late grandmother's uh, favorite president Teddy Roosevelt and the Rough Riders she always she never called him just Teddy Roosevelt it was always my favorite president was Teddy Roosevelt and the Rough Riders like they were all in the White House presidenting with Teddy Roosevelt but, uh, yeah, I definitely want to see that. He was actually, not people, not many people realize this, he was um, the Donald Trump of his time. He uh, was not liked by the Republican Party establishment. They tried to hold him down. And uh, vice presidents didn't do anything back in those days. So uh, when McKinley got assassinated, the... Uh, White House staffer, we'll call them, had to go out into the wilderness of the state of New York and track down Teddy Roosevelt at his uh, cabin. He was just like out in the countryside in New York hunting and fishing. Nothing to see here, nothing for a VP to do. And then the president gets assassinated and now now old old Teddy Roosevelt that they wanted to hide and hold down is the president. Uh, but also a first, I think you could argue that he was our first environmentalist president. He created the national parks like uh, yellow, I always want to say Jellystone, but that's Yogi Bear. I thought it was an actual park until I was like in my 20s. And somebody explained to me, no, Jellystone is Yogi Bear, a cartoon. Yellowstone is the... Okay, so anyways, aside from that, um, how did I live this long with thoughts like that? So anyhow, but uh, no, uh, he set aside the national parks and said they can't be used for anything uh, other than... uh, parks and uh, he set aside sections of land that it takes an act of Congress or the action of of another president to use for anything other than just 
national land just open land for you know wild animals trees shrubs whatever the hell happens in nature so our first uh, environmentalist president Tony Teddy not Tony not Tenny Teddy Theodore Roosevelt Republican and first uh, environmentalist president very very interesting I might add huh so I'll get back at you here momentarily after I light up a stogie. Speaking of pre- of decisions and violence and and things, somehow the abortion rights battle always turns violent, and it's been churning in my mind for the last few weeks since the leaked document uh, occurred. And, you know, we've seen violence from the left, but historically it's been the right, the anti-abortion advocates that are most violent and deadly. So, get to that momentarily. So those of you watching on video got a little extra play there of Carrie Underwood and Vince Gill doing How Great Thou Art. So I, uh, yeah, this has been rolling around on my mind uh, for the last few days. And, of course, the media and social media are all a focus on the left-wing violence and antagonizing of violence and protests by uh, everybody. Uh, Jen Psaki in, I think, well, we'll just say, when she was still press secretary, uh, encouraged protest, mostly peaceful riot protest at the homes of Supreme Court justices, which is dancing on the borderline of illegal because it is against the law to try to harass or intimidate a judge or a Supreme Court justice into doing what you want. Not on Jen Psaki's behalf, although if that were uh, what Sean Spicy Spicer, uh, Sarah Huckabee Sanders, or Kaylee Hottie McEnany, the Democrats would and the liberals in the media would be ready to crucify if the uh, any Republican press secretary said, "Hey, go go kick it the hardest, and give me your shoes back." in front of the Supreme Court justices' homes of the uh, three liberal members of the court. But we'll get to that a lot a bit later. Uh, But when I was coming up in this debate, it's never um, an easy argument 
it's never a peaceful uh, protest or demonstration or uh, conversation. The extremists were on the right-wing side of things. You know, Christian anti-abortionist protesting outside clinics with, uh, and this used to drive me nuts because this is not the way to handle this situation. But, you know, they would have a little glass jar with uh, probably water with maybe some food coloring or dye in it to resemble formaldehyde. I don't know what the hell formaldehyde looks like. But in the jar, they would put a little baby doll or something that looked like a fetus uh, in different things. And they would have their picket signs and they would harass and yell at and picket the women going in and out of abortion clinics. And at one point, I do believe uh, they would, I know they would stand like right at the entrance to the abortion clinic like in the parking lot or um, on the sidewalk and then uh, through some litigation I believe that it was decided they had the right to protest but they did not have the right to block access uh, because they were technically on private property so their demonstrations had to be across the street from the abortion clinic or at a distance where the ladies could go in, the women could go in and get their uh, business handled. Um, um, but these also back in the day, you had Christian... Uh, extremists like um, what's that it doesn't matter there's a church in like Arkansas that is known for being like extremely extreme they would they'll go and pick it at the, the funerals of soldiers West was it Westboro Baptist Church uh, people like that that would like threaten to kill and I believe a few actually carried out murders of abortion clinic doctors um, yeah killing an unborn baby is probably can you can say it's against the Ten Commandments I believe that it is but killing an abort an abortion clinic doctor is also thou shalt not murder okay Remember, you go too far to the right, you start to come back to the left just a little teeny bit. Maybe a lot of it. never know. But I also remember when I was a youngin, uh, bombings of abortion clinics. Uh, and this is still going on. Um, there's a Newsweek article here. Let me run up the title so you can look it up. Fire at Toledo's Lone... This happened in Ohio. Uh, pretty far from me, but it's still in my state. Uh, anyways, fire at Toledo's Lone Abortion Clinic deemed arson after 
accelerant found. Uh, so that means an accelerant, something that accelerates fire, like gasoline or lighter fluid or charcoal lighter fluid, something uh, that catches fire quick. They just hold a match to the side of a brick building and catch it on fire. Uh, but this was recent, like 2020, I think. Scroll, scroll, scroll. Uh, 11-4-2021. And there were worse things than that going on in the 80s, 90s, uh, when I was growing up. I mean, explosions, bombings, shootings. Uh, says fire broke out at an abortion clinic in Toledo, Ohio. Has been ruled arson according to an internal investigation. Thursday, Toledo Fire and Rescue stated that the capital care of Toledo, Ohio was set intentionally. On October 28th, firefighters arrived location, deemed the city's only abortion clinic. Flames were surrounding an electrical box on the exterior wall. Once the power was shut off, the firefighters were able to extinguish the blaze before spreading, according to fire department spokesman Private Sterling Rahe, R-A-H-E, Rahe. So good job, Toledo Fire Department. Uh, let's see here. Another one, Sacramento, California. Now this goes way back to 1999, but back in the day I was talking about. Uh, arson was suspected in a fire today at a abortion clinic or a clinic where abortions are performed. The blaze caused slight damage outside the complex, but no injuries were reported. Uh, the fire at Choice Medical Group was contained in about 20 minutes after it was reported at 320. Uh, said fire dispatcher Tom Shotwell. We know only that it was an apparent arson, said FBI spokesman Nick Rossi. So terror and fires and threats of violence are nothing new to the abortion battle. I think we just see it more today because it's... There's more media outlets. There's the 24-7 news cycle on four or five cable news networks, or maybe more than that, I don't know. Um, and, of course, social media. And now the uh, peace-loving left-wing uh, pro-abortion activists are getting just as uh, violent as the conservative right-wing anti-abortion activists used to be. And they're agged on. See, it used to be the right wing was fueled by televangelists, TV preachers. Now you've got politicians who want to be televangelists, or as crooked as televangelists. Let me rephrase that. They are as crooked as televangelists of the 1980s. To be clear, politicians and TV preachers from the 80s are just out to get your money. Uh, anyways, 
Nancy Pelosi, Supreme Court dangerous to families and freedoms. How are they dangerous to families? Um, aren't people that are getting abortions trying not to have families? So the Supreme Court is, quote, dangerous to families and freedoms in our country, end quote. Nancy Pelosi said on Sunday as justices prepared to finalize a draft ruling stripping almost half a century. You got a misprint here in your article. Uh, that should be half a century, not have a century. The Guardian. Uh, half a century of abortion rights in the U.S., Okay, they're not stripping your rights. They're not making legislation. They're sending the right to legislate back to the states. But we've got Nancy Pelosi and, and people out there making public statements that they know are untrue and agging on the left-wing abortion haters. Uh, abortion lovers, I should say, that hate it. Pro-life. Uh, see, speaking of which, anti-abortion group in Wisconsin is hit by arson. Authorities say a Molotov cocktail, which is either 151 or higher grade alcohol, or gasoline in a glass bottle with a rag stuffed in it. Molotov cocktail was used against uh, Wisconsin. Family action in Madison and did not ignite, but another fire was set, the police said. So they screwed up the first firebomb, but they, they brought their matches and lighters and lit it on fire uh, anyway. Uh, goes on to say the headquarters of an anti abortion group in Madison, Wisconsin. Home of that gosh-awful Wisconsin Badgers football team. Also, Milwaukee, one of the state, one of the cities and states that helped steal the election for Joe Biden. Well, we won't get into all of that. We ain't going to get into all of that. Uh, let's see here. Wisconsin was set on fire Sunday morning in an act of vandalism including an attempt to use a Molotov cocktail and graffiti. If abortions aren't safe, then you aren't either. So, quote, if abortions aren't safe, you aren't either. What's that mean? Is that threatening the lives of the people that work there? Sounds like it to me. I was watching... Um, LukeUncensored.org or We Are Change on YouTube uh, Luke Gotkowski This lady who's a, a has a uh, law degree and all this stuff um, from UCLA or, oh, never mind. She practiced a, sem a semester with the ACLU. 
of Massachusetts. Uh, and anyways, Caroline O'Reilly is tweeting out uh, harmful threats to anti-abortionists. Um, I looked, I tried to find her Twitter and the uh, article here at rewirenewsgroup.com where she's a writer showed her Twitter handle as at Ms. underscore C. Riley. You go to that Twitter page and it's been disabled. I don't know if that was by her or by Twitter because it seems like she was making some pretty serious threats against people's lives. So let me jump over here from rewirenewsgroup.com where you can read Caroline Riley's writings. I dare you say that five times fast with a cigar in your mouth. Wait, let's just see if her Twitter profile is still not active. Refresh. It's thinking. It's refreshing. And still, this count doesn't exist. And I have it correct in the, well, I clicked right on the thing from her article. Ms. underscore C. Riley. So evidently after the controversy over her tweets threatening to kill people, she took her Twitter down. But Fox News, to my chagrin, I hate to quote Fox News, but I hate being one of those conservatives that goes, well, Fox News dead. But, uh, all right, anyways. She says in her tweet, uh, and the profile picture is the woman I've seen uh, in other uh, places when I looked her up, and she also has a blue check mark. So she is verified, certified by Twitter. More of this. May these people never know a moment of peace or safety until they rot in the ground. Now, I hope, keeping with community standards, that it was Twitter that deactivated her account because that's a clear violation. Even though it's not directed at any one particular person. Uh, she was quote tweeting a New York Times article that said the uh, headquarters of an anti-abortion group in Madison, Wisconsin was set on fire Sunday morning in an act of vandalism that included an attempt, attempted use of a Molotov cocktail and graffiti that read, if abortions aren't safe, neither are you. Quote I just read a minute ago. So, Ms. Riley, and you can read her uh, splendid, I'm certain, articles at um, rewirenewsgroup.com, Caroline Riley, R 
E-I-L-L-Y. Uh, I'm sure she's a lovely writer. But I say that so you can, we've got to look at what the opposite side of our argument thinks in order to win the argument and the debate. Not only that, we have to know what we're up against with these left-wing radicals. Uh, you know, I've been called right-wing radical. I've, you know, Timothy McVeigh, trash like that. They were right-wing radicals. Uh... You know, but now the peace-loving left, which maybe was never peaceful, but I mean, you know, you go back to the 60s and 70s and the weather underground, um, Patty Hearst running around with a bunch of bank robbers trying to rob from the rich and give to the Poe, <clears throat> supposedly that was their motive, um, but anyways, you know, we've got to know what these radicals are thinking and what they're doing and, you know, where they're, they're headed so that we can be prepared as Americans and patriots and to get inside their heads. You know, we got to play 3D chess. Let them play checkers. We got to move on and play at a higher level. Be peaceful about it. Violence is never the answer. Uh, unless you're Chris Rock and Will Smith slaps you, then, you know, slap back, Chris. Uh, but no, um, we can't be violent like these people. We don't need a shooting civil war in this country. But we do have to know what our uh, opposition is thinking and saying and how radicalized they are because the state controlled media will not tell you how radical these people are so I just wanted to kind of go through though and show both sides you know this violence over abortion uh, pro-abortion anti-abortion it's always had a violent history along with it um, and it's a hot-button issue that's going to set off emotions and violence. I think the one thing, um, yeah, I just saw um, this morning, and it was a few weeks old, but I was watching my uh, church on YouTube, local small-town church, but they put on a very good... Uh, YouTube Sunday sermon and so all this you know concerns me because it's going to be close to my home soon there's a lady who was adopted and her mother just didn't want to raise a child so she put this girl child up for adoption praise God and now that woman wants to pay it forward by buying an old house and taking in young mothers expecting mothers and teaching them you know hey you know this is a human life growing inside you there's a Christian way to do this why not adopt your baby out to some loving family that cannot have children and I worry well this lady's home this house that she's buying 
to make a home and a safe space for these young women be under attack from these radical leftists. There are going to be people, young pregnant women, living at this establishment. Hello? With babies inside of them. Will the radical left attack this place? So that was some of my thoughts. Another thing that I'll, and I'll end with this, Abby Johnson, who had um, one of the best films of last year, and it was anti-planned parenthood, pro, a pro-life doc, uh, docudrama, and basically she was pro-abortion her whole life, until she got into Planned Parenthood and moved up through the ranks and saw what they were doing to these babies and what really happened in an abortion. So former Planned Parenthood director and filmmaker Abby Johnson said, quote, We don't get kickbacks if a woman chooses adoption. So the only way that we can make money on a pregnant woman is to sell her an abortion. So Planned Parenthood is not providing, they do provide some other things for birth control and family planning, but their abortion clinics, when you walk in there to get information you are sold an abortion because that's where they get their federal grant money from, their uh, Medicaid money, and of course they have donations and things like that. And of course there was the undercover investigation where they, they found Planned Parenthood uh, clinics harvesting organs and selling babies' organs on the black market so we don't get kickbacks if a woman chooses adoption they only the only way we can make money on a pregnant woman is to sell her an abortion something to think about God bless y'all pray for one another Pray for mercy and peace, and I love y'all. See you next time on Americana, the American way.